0: training works and the number of effectively trained activists on your side directly contributes to
1: your success. I'm Eric Wilson, managing partner of Startup Caucus, an investment fund and incubator for Republican campaign technology. Welcome to the Business of Politics show. On this podcast, we bring you into conversation with the entrepreneurs who build best-in-class political businesses, funders who provide the capital and the operatives who put it all together to win campaigns. Our guest today is Stephen Rowe, Director of Digital Training at the Leadership Institute. The Leadership Institute, we'll call it LI for the rest of the show, is the premier training organization on the right, and Stephen runs their online training as well as in-person training as it relates to digital marketing. He's trained more than 18,000 activists, both online and off. In our conversation today, we learn more about LI's approach to training why it's essential for effective operatives to grow their skills, and how to find the right training for you. Stephen, training is something that gets talked about a lot. You know, people in organizations all say they do it, and, and you know, there, there's some truth to that. But the Leadership Institute really stands out as doing training consistently for decades now and at scale I mean you you personally have trained 18,000 activists. I'm sure you could tell us the number for the whole institute, but I'm curious to hear how has LI achieved such long-lasting performance.
0: Yeah, that's a great question and I would dedicate it directly to the people that we train, which are conservative activists in the public policy process and we listen to our activists and see what training that they need. A good example of that was school board training at the onset of the pandemic and certainly throughout 2021, a bunch of parents, especially conservative parents, get to see what their students are learning in a classroom and decide they need to do something about it. They need to run for school board, but they get that excitement. I want to take action in the public policy process, but how do I do that? And that's exactly where Leadership Institute comes in, providing the training for activists to be successful, especially in the world of the public policy process. And that school board example is just one small one. It's across the board from our campaign management school. It's a on-camera TV training. We've listened for areas of need from activists and then applied the Leadership Institute difference. And we've been doing this since 1979, so being around for more than 40 years doesn't hurt when we have that much experience under our belt, a ton of laser sharp faculty that are dedicated to seeing the success of our students. Now, in contrast, you know, a lot of liberal organizations exist to increase involvement in their activities. There's really few similar organizations that exist to serve conservatives. And that's because conservatives tend to focus on the power of ideas. Most conservative organizations are think tanks that focus on policy or legislation. Leadership Institute prides itself on being a do tank and supporting the conservative movement and accomplishing more victories across the board through effective training and certainly the difference between somebody who is walking in for the first time and somebody who has the training and the mentorship and the skill set that they've developed from that it's night and day we know that training works and that's why we're excited to deliver it and we listen to our students as to the
1: direction we should be pushing yeah there are two things that i want to underline there for our listeners the first is that you're running it like a business Hmm. you're listening to what people want what they need and responding uh, that's that's obviously very entrepreneurial of a leadership institute. And that's something mm-hmm. that we discuss on the show without naming it. But it is possible to be an entrepreneur in a nonprofit, right? Those skills, that mindset uh, applies in many other use cases. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's really uh, important here is that Republicans uh, seem to over-index for, you know, I know that I'm right. I have reasoned that this is the correct policy for me. Um, and so other people, if they are also smart, will agree with me. And therefore, if they don't agree with me, they're not smart. right? There's some sort of logic like that going along uh, around in a lot of activists' minds, but what you're saying is, no, you know you have the right idea, but you also need to know how to run the right campaign, share the right message, reach the right voters.
0: Yeah, even more importantly, too, we say that you owe it to your philosophy to study how to win. And if you have the right ideas, then truly it's your obligation to get the skills necessary to ensure your ideas are importantly impacting the public policy process. So, yeah, that's a really big part of us.
1: So, Stephen, obviously, like everyone else, LI had to adapt to COVID. You know, you had to cut down on the travel, on the in-person what changes did you make and, and how, if at all, are they, are they becoming part of the organization's sort of standard operating procedure?
0: Yeah, I like to tell people that at the beginning of the pandemic, I changed my hat to be a Zoom teacher. I just taught everybody in the conservative movement how to use Zoom. <laughs> um, but on the, on the more serious side of things, yeah, I mean, we were impacted by the, by the pandemic like many other organizations. And thankfully, we were able to pivot. And of course, we're a training organization. So you can th- kind of think of us like a college in some circumstances. And if students can't come to our classroom, how can we still get them the tools and the knowledge that they need to be successful? Because we were locked down, but there were still politics happening online and, of course, in person across the country and across the world. And so one of the big ways that we pivoted is on-demand training. Uh, We built out an entire on-demand training platform so students can take our training like a YouTube video at a time and place most convenient for them. And that really has been a model that has seen a lot of success. And while we do enjoy hosting live and in-person training, there's a lot of activists, parents, and people out there that simply can't make it to an in-person training based on the location or some other obligation. This on-demand training format has been a real savior on, on our end, being able to provide valuable training for people when they need it most. And what we found is that it works a lot like an online repository, an online library. So students can kind of pick and choose the videos that make the most sense towards what they're trying to accomplish and kind of take that all the cart style of training from us that has been tremendously successful. That's one of the biggest ways that we've pivoted. Um, And now uh, we're exiting this pandemic era. For me, it kind of ended after the 14, 13 days to slow the spread situation. But for the most part, as uh, the world has kind of come back online, we've certainly resumed our in-person training. But now we've brought it in tandem with our on-demand training. So students can take a course in person and then go online and have it supplemented with some fantastic on-demand material, which has been super excited, that website, leadershipinstitute.training. And it,
1: we've seen just there a lot There we go for the plug. That's, that's, that's part of the training.
0: Yeah, that's part of the training, part of
1: the training. That's, and it's just uh,
0: leadershipinstitute.training. So now all the viewers uh, know exactly how to get there.
1: Well, Stephen, you know, LI is is very deliberate about its training, about how it operates as an organization. Do you think, that this move to on-demand online training would have happened without the pandemic or was that really an opportunity to to just drive the organization forward?
0: It was an opportunity, first and foremost. I I saw this as always a natural extension of what we were trying to accomplish here at Leadership Institute. Thankfully, uh, we have such fantastic and world-class faculty that are able to make it to our in-person training and give the students what they need in terms of knowledge. But even before the pandemic in 2015 and 2010 and 1995, even though the internet quite wasn't where it needed to be yet, you kind of sense that there was something else that could be delivered. And back then, if we flash back to 1995, it may be some printouts or some supplemental material that's mailed to you. But of course, because we've got this fancy thing called the internet, we can now really cater and curate training content for people that they can watch When it's most convenient to them and so it's been super exciting Um, but to be honest with you the pandemic was the push that we needed Uh, certainly gave me the capital i needed to really make sure our organization was staying at the top of its game providing training in
1: the on-demand format but certainly something we were pushing towards uh, from the beginning listeners may be aware that the the motto for startup caucus is political technology determines political success that's a great quote and we get that from morton blackwell founder of the leadership institute And that's why it was so exciting that I got to work with you on this relaunched online training platform. We worked together and developed a a course called Zero to 1,000, How to Raise Your First Thousand Dollars Online, How to Get Your First Thousand Followers on social Media, and How to Spend Your First Thousand Dollars on Advertising. And I was really surprised at all of the work that went into that, which most people are are never going to see. Just give us a little glimpse of like how how does something like that come together? Because obviously you've got lots of trains more than just the one that that we worked on together but tons of trainings on a bunch of different topics not just digital uh, available online how do you bring that all together well first and foremost I love the zero
0: to thousand training on-demand training that we're able to partner with and bring to life thanks to you and I'll also just kind of uh, give you uh, some credit where credit is due we partner with experts you know that's for the first thing that we do we find people that are top of class that are the best of what they do and then we're hopefully able to partner collaborate and work with bringing a training to life in the event of the zero to 1000 training you're right a lot goes into bringing an on-demand training to life a lot of people kind of have that idea i want to start a course and you can kind of see a lot of online courses out there and statistically roughly about 95 percent of them fail the five percent that succeed are because of thankfully our in-house knowledge of how this all comes together a small glimpse at that, of course, you partner with the rock star, the all-stars like the Eric Wilsons of the world, but then you need to provide um, a high-quality, on-demand experience. And The way I like to tell people this story is pretty simple And that if I go to a movie theater and I'm watching The Avengers or some really cool thing, I just watched Top Gun recently, Top Gun, fantastic movie for people who haven't seen it, but this movie uh, lasts about two hours, two and a half hours, and our goal is to get people at least three hours of training And these Hollywood professionals are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on trying to get people to stay in their seat for two hours, and we're trying to get people to stay in a seat for more than three hours with on-demand training. So what the challenge is really is providing videos in a way that's going to keep people watching or to plant a seed in their mind that they need to stick with the course. And we've done a really good job at that, of creating stickiness. And a lot of the stickiness, first and foremost, comes with the subjects, the topics. They're immediately applicable to an activist. For example, I'll pick on our zero to 1,000 training series. There are people that need to learn how to online fundraise. They've never done it for the first time. And the videos naturally segue into each other, from growing a social media following, to spending, to, excuse me, to, to, of achieving your first one thousand dollars to ultimately spending your first one thousand dollars effectively on Facebook ads, these things really are connected and make you want to just continue that full life cycle of the course. And then we partner uh, with a, a little bit of of an, of an online push as well, where if you're connected with us on social media, especially with our you know alumni Facebook group or just through our other various channels of being in this Leadership Institute network there's really a team behind you that wants to see you succeed and then from there you know with the faculty being at the at the level that they're at i mean how could you not keep watching how could you not keep listening and then the best thing of all is 3 months later 6 months later we get these Amazing testimonials saying, I took your on demand course, I took your training in person, and now I'm an elected official. You know, I successfully ran for school board, or I maybe have raised $50,000 for the very first time. And so those real testaments of success really amplify to others that hey, this is the path that we need to walk down. And if you know that if I just finished watching this video, I'll have the skill sets or knowledge of how to pursue this path. I mean, that's a really encouraging thing as, as people begin that journey. So thankfully, to, to sum it up, we've got great faculty, we've got a sticky program, and then we have success that really encourages others to finish the course.
1: Right. And, and the proof is in the pudding, as they say. I mean, mm. you just go through the, the list of, of alumni who have gone through Leadership Institute training. I, I've gotten training there. Uh, a lot of other uh, People in the industry have elected officials. Have, I mean people that that, that listeners would recognize um, and I think one of the the really interesting and, and challenging things about our industry is there's not it's not like accounting or, or law school where you go get a degree to be in politics right you know we talk about there there's sort of lots of unwritten rules there's you know unofficial org charts for politics and public policy why is training so essential to this i i guess like why why is there kind of like a missing map
0: yeah that's a that's a good question and training for me is I like to give it an analogy of, if you think of the military, the United States military for a second, someone who's just entering for the very first time, they're a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed recruit. It's a very different person from a a trained Navy SEAL or a trained Army Ranger. And the people who have that training, that real expertise can just simply accomplish more. One of my favorite quotes comes from a book from Scott Adams, which is how to fail at almost everything and still win big. Uh, there's a good quote, but it, say, it says something to the effect, when it comes to skills, the more you have, the more valuable you are. And that's so true, and that applies for politics. So, of course, at Leadership Institute, we believe that the winner of a political contest over time is generally determined by the number of effective activists on their respective side. And so what we're trying to do is find the activists on our team and turn them into super soldiers, so to speak, and uh, to... Take another popular analogy from uh, pop culture. I always think of the 300 Spartans. you've everyone seen that movie 300, where 300 Spartans mm-hmm. from King Leonidas were able to for the most part hold off that Persian army for a successful amount of time. Thankfully, we're going to win and we're going to win totally and completely. but you saw the impactfulness of well-trained people versus others that may not have that wherewithal or knowledge or skill set. And so training works and the number uh, of of effectively trained activists on your side directly contributes to your success and and our mission has always been to provide those super soldiers for politics, uh, so to speak and so it's such an important aspect because ultimately it determines more wins a person's able to fundraise more money knock more doors or get a message across in a way that's going to link with apathetic voters. Those are all the things that we, that we teach here, the nuts and bolts of how to succeed in that public policy process. And when you know that you're going to beat the person who doesn't know that nine times out of 10.
1: Yeah. And I think it's precisely because there, there are no barriers to entry to politics anymore. That training becomes so important because anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get signatures on the ballot, you set up a Facebook, you know, But to know how to be effective is is where this training comes in. You're listening to the Business of Politics show. I'm speaking with Stephen Rowe from the Leadership Institute about training. Stephen, there are a lot of options for training out there. Leadership Institute certainly has lots of options. But what should someone look for when they decide whether or not a training is right for them or, or a good use of their time?
0: Yeah. The number one thing that a person can do is identify what they want to accomplish. And if the answer is, I don't know, that's still a perfectly good answer. But a lot of people do know. You say that I want to be a school board member. I want to make an impact there. Maybe I want to run for Congress. Maybe I want to run for state legislator or even your local dog catcher, whatever it may be. But if you can identify how you want to impact the public policy process, then we can definitely pair you with the right training. And we focus on every aspect of it from that campaign world. Of soup to nuts, how you can run a campaign and be successful. But we also work for people that want to enter um, the next presidential administration and need to learn what it's like to be a public servant and to kind of go through our civil service opportunity school or our foreign service opportunity school if you want to enter the state department. Um, And so it starts first and foremost by looking at you, your objectives and your goals. We all have different skills and different talents that contribute to our success. And thankfully, we have more Than 50 unique types of training to accomplish all of that. And really, the best thing that we have going for us is the amount of time that we've had to develop our curriculum and develop our courses. We were founded in 1979 by Morton Blackwell, and he left the Reagan administration to do it and felt that calling that this was what was necessary for the movement to be successful in the long term. And so that helps just a ton. Um, and now for the person that says, I don't know what I want to do. Where do I start? I think the best place to start is a quote that always that I'm reminded of. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the next best time is now. And we always have training every single week. And if you peek your head into one of these things, I think you're going to start to like what you're hearing, especially if the topic interests you. And there's a lot of free and amazing training that we offer. But even more than that, that you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're even remotely interested in politics, you're trying to, you feel the energy of this talk and you're like, I want to take action. I want to do something. Um, This is one of the best things you can do to take that action is just sign up for a training and see what's possible. And when your eyes are opened up, you see what's possible. You're going to be excited to kind of go down that rabbit hole and learn a lot more. So most people know what they're going to do, but even if you don't, Really encourage you to try training, and I promise you, uh, you're going to like the results.
1: It's definitely something I recommend entrepreneurs check out if they want to build in this this space, because you've got to get to know your customers and understand their challenges, and and no better way to do that than than through this training, which is is either free or very very affordable thanks to Leadership Institute's donors. So, Stephen, what are some other resources? listeners should check out if they're they're looking to learn more about training beyond Leadership Institute and they, they want to become more effective on their campaigns.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we love to say at Leadership Institute is we aim to build a movement, uh, not an empire. And we've got a lot of fantastic partners out there that help us accomplish what we need to get done. And there's a lot of people. One that sticks out for me uh, is Americans for Prosperity. They're a great partner with their Grassroots Leadership Academy really walking through how policy can can be introduced and accomplished through state legislators. Really fantastic training. We also love working with our partners like Moms for Liberty. Just had a big conference in Tampa, Florida, really encouraging a bunch of mothers and parents and grandparents to take action in the public policy process. We also work with a bunch of partners at the more college age level, big organizations like Turning Point USA or Young Americans for Liberty. Typically, what you'll find is no matter where you go in this conservative movement, you'll probably find Leadership Institute training or us working with the best in class at these partner organizations to provide that training. But then also, you know, just as a small tidbit, I love looking online and so really push people to email lists and to learn about events that are coming up, everything from campaign and elections, which is a top tier organization, Best Practice Digital is a newsletter. I listen to you every, every Friday. And Politico's Playbook is also fantastic. And it really gets you a, a, a beat and on the pulse of what's going on in the conservative movement. But for the most part, I think Leadership Institute will connect you based on your interest
1: or will have the training for you. I think that's one of the most important things uh, for someone to, to understand when they, they go into training is, is that it, it's not just, you, you know, you, you don't go into a class. And, and you're done. It is only by applying those skills that you get better at them and then learn what new skills you need. And, and the constant education, the reading, uh, finding other resources, whether it's related to your industry or, or not, is, is really critical. So, Stephen, you talk to a lot of activists in this space. You work with a lot of operatives. What's a problem or challenge that you've noticed in the industry that you think would make for a good startup?
0: Yeah, I've got one that I think is just baffling to me, to be honest with you. It's a real problem, and it's a problem for people under the age of 50. For some reason, that's the cutoff line. I can't explain it. But for some reason, people under the age of 50 are afraid to pick up the phone and call somebody whether you want them to vote, donate, volunteer, subscribe, or whatever you may have you, people these days are really hesitant to really just make phone calls with individuals. And I think that has removed a lot of the humanness of external contact and outreach. And so I think that's a big hiccup for people and ways that we can make phone calls a little bit more accessible or a little bit more less intimidating, so to speak, I think would be an extremely positive thing. Um, But there's a couple other things that stick out for me. And one other one that is more on the larger side is there's a almost lack of creative talent is what I'd find. And what I mean by that is if I'm asking people to hop into Adobe Premiere so they can edit a video or into InDesign or Illustrator or Photoshop, these external creative tools, especially on our side of the aisle uh, here at Leadership Institute, we typically find that this is an area that we're looking for a lot of talent. And if there was almost a entrepreneurial adventure geared towards accelerating creative leadership, I think that would be a huge boon to the success of our movement because more and more the internet is becoming predominantly video content. It's being extremely media rich and visuals. And while copy is never going away and is always going to be extremely effective, persuading people with animation and graphics are gonna be more and more important over time. And I find that on our side of the aisle, there's a, there's a hiccup there. We need to train more and more people. I talked to my friends at vendors like Targeted Victory or at Tag Strategies, these big staffing digital organizations and they can't hire people fast enough. And typically they're hiring people without the skills and have to train them on the job. And so if we could create a pipeline or an accelerator for creative skills in the conservative movement, I mean, this would be tremendously successful.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's really interesting. And so if folks are, are listening to the podcast and, and have those skills, there are campaigns and political organizations that really want to talk to you. Hmm. Uh, with that, I want to say thank you so much uh, to Stephen for joining us today. You can learn more about the Leadership Institute on their website, which is linked in the show notes. Uh, do go check out that Zero to 1000 training that I, I mentioned. It's still free for a limited, limited time. Thanks to some uh, generous donors at LI. If you would like to get in touch with Steven, I'll include his details below. Always looking for new partners uh, to, to help with training at LI. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, learn something new, please remember to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.